Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Egler here with Cheesehead TV with some breaking news from NFL Network. Uh, Tom Pelissero reporting that Joe Barry, defensive coordinator for your Green Bay Packers, will not return in 2024. Indeed, a change is being made. So the number one question I have been asked over the course of the last 72 hours or so has finally been answered. Uh, Joe Barry will not return. Um, I don't think I have to belabor the point that uh, Barry, for everything he did do that was positive in Green Bay, there were plenty of frustrating moments throughout his tenure, frustrating game plans, frustrating outcomes, though probably did a better job than most people will give him credit for. Uh, he is out, and Matt LaFleur will be searching for his third defensive coordinator uh, during his time in Green Bay. Hello to everybody in the comments. Good to see everybody joining in. Um, bit of a surprise, I will say. I thought Matt would take the balance of the week to come to a decision. Clearly, something we did talk about on, I believe, happy hour last night. I think the fact that you've got the market flooded at the moment with possible candidates to replace Joe Barry, don't want to wait too long as the well dries up, so to speak, and some of these guys start taking jobs elsewhere. I think Matt wanted to dive right in and be able to interview as many people as possible for Joe's replacement. Um, obviously, look, you guys, anybody who's watched the channel for any length of time knows how I feel about Barry's defense. I think the man himself uh, carried the G absolutely throughout his time in Green Bay, was always a great presence at training camp with fans, always approachable, really good with the media, uh, never ducked responsibility for things that were clearly under his purview. But it was certainly time for a new direction, and Matt LaFleur obviously agreed. And the Packers will now throw the doors open for interviews, possible replacements such as Wink Martindale, who is out there, uh, Jim Leonard, who Matt reportedly offered the job to uh, prior to Jim withdrawing, essentially, from candidacy. Uh, Averro from the Panthers, of course, another guy that Matt interviewed when he interviewed Joe Barry and went with Barry instead. Al Harris, the secondary coach and former Packer, another possibility. Um, another possibility is Daniel Bullocks with the 49ers. He's a name that you probably haven't heard a lot of as far as being connected to a possible Green Bay opening, but... He's somebody, I think, that could be brought in for an interview. Um, and as well as Patrick Graham, the Raiders defensive coordinator, who we'll see. I know there have been overtures there, and he has stayed put uh, for the time being. But I think that's someone that Matt could reach out to as well. Uh, we open this up for questions and comments from uh, the folks in the live audience, as it were. John Sibatovich, thanks for the Super Chat, man. That is the Super Chat. Have a good day, Nags. I think the wink emoji, wink, are, is that a casting your vote for Wink Martindale, possibly? <laughs> Steven, let's absolutely go. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. A lot of love for Wink Martindale off the bat here. I see. Uh, yes, okay, I knew this was going to come. Uh, I can't pronounce the name other than Mark 2018. Can we get Mike Vrabel? I've seen a lot of Packers fans pining for Vrabel. I would be absolutely shocked if Vrabel took a defensive coordinator position after being the head coach in Tennessee for as long as he was. And I would definitely be surprised if he decided to go work for his former offensive coordinator in Matt LaFleur. I know they are, I'm not even going to say friends. They have been colleagues. They are, you know, in the same circles. I don't know their level of friendship. Clearly they've worked together. They know each other well, et cetera. I don't see that. I don't see Vrabel coming and working for Matt LaFleur. 
Um, now that's just me guessing on the outside, but I'd be very, very surprised if for no other reason, forget all the personal connections or lack thereof or whatever. I just don't think Vrabel wants to be a D coordinator. He's a head coach and I suspect he will find another head coaching job or maybe take a year off. I would be very, very surprised if he came to green Bay to be a defensive coordinator. Uh, Chris Dorsey. Thanks for the super chat, man. I know everyone We'll be calling for Al Harris, but do we want a guy who had his secondary get destroyed by our QB? Love Al, but not sure. Well, he didn't, right? The He wasn't calling the plays. He wasn't, you know, designing the game plan. He was coaching up his charges, no doubt about it. But, yeah, I don't I don't put too much stock in one game, in one, perform, one poor performance, especially when they had been lights out for much of the year and much of his tenure in Dallas and the work he did back in Kansas City. You always look at the totality of the work. You don't look at one game. One game, sure, it's a piece of information, but that's all it is. Uh, Al's a hell of a coach, and from everybody I've talked to in the uh, you know in the league, whether on the coaching side or personnel, even or even some players, man, people love him and they want to play for him. So, yeah, I wouldn't dismiss his candidacy just because Green Bay had a good game against his guys. Robin, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Never nice someone losing their job, but inevitable. That is the thing, right? I mean, yes, you're right. You don't want to celebrate someone being out of work. There's no doubt about that. But that is life in the NFL. Everyone ends up getting fired. Almost everybody. You know, that's the life of a coach. You, you, you're on your way to your next firing. Um, it's very rare that people leave on their own terms, you know. But, yeah, Joe, well, like I said at the top, Joe is a great guy. Really carried the G. Uh, while he was in Green Bay. But uh, we all knew it was time. No question. <laughs> Chris, thanks for the super chat. Okay, you sold me. Sign Al. All right, relax. Dean Jordan, what's up? I hope we go with someone who compliments Matt LaFleur's offensive style better. Complimentary football versus the biggest defensive brain available. See, Super Bowl team. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if there's a style per se that you have to have, right? But you definitely, it to my eyes, to my mind, you have to have someone who can be multiple, who can really shift week to week, depending on the quarterback or the offensive scheme system, whatever that you're facing. Just didn't seem like that was prevalent under Joe in any way, shape, or form. Oh boy, got a bunch of super chats here. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> is Brandy champagne drunk yet? Probably not, but uh, I doubt. Uh, she's going to be on her way pretty soon. Kyle, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, I finally caught you live. I watch the replays on Spotify nightly. Just want to thank you for the content. Keep it up and go, Pat, go. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate you, man. Uh, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> Dusty, I have played a lot of NFL Blitz back in the day. Zero Blitz all day equals we win. I don't know if I agree with your police work there, but uh, it's, a, it's a fun dream. That's for sure. Um. Bill, when I hear complimentary defense, I think it means play defense good. I mean, it certainly means get a stop or two, which, hey, Joe's defense did on Saturday night and did oftentimes throughout the season. Let's not pretend like they were completely terrible all of the time. Situationally, it was problematic. There's no doubt about it. But there were plenty of games where Joe's defense kept them in games. Uh, only to whatever the offense being young and mistake prone early in the season. Um, you know, the 
frustrating parts were always end of games, end of game situations where you absolutely needed to get a stop and couldn't, even against the Tommy DeVitos of the world. That's something that has to change. Donnie Blevins, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. I would love Evero. I'd love Hewitt or Weaver from the Ravens to bring that style of defense. Just want someone who will be a tone setter. Yeah, I think that's a big component. We talked about that on Happy Hour last night. I think the DNA of the defense clearly needs to change. Like, they have to be, you know, you don't ever want to say aggressive because it's so cliche, but a defense that dictates in Green Bay, Wisconsin, would be a welcome change. It has been a very long time since we had something like that. And I think a big part of that starts with the coordinator instilling a play style in his guys um, that leads to, you know, a little bit more competition, a little bit more situational awareness, a little bit more complimentary football. I just think um, the tone and the DNA needs to change on that side of the ball. And you're not going to do that with the same coordinator and the same staff. And I think Matt is right to make this move. Philip, what's up? Joe taking another role, or is he gone, gone? Initial reports would suggest he's gone, gone, but we'll see. This has literally just been reported, so we will find out. The Giants game sealed the deal. You think so? I would have thought the Tampa game is what sealed the deal. Um, look, I understand the DeVito thing was frustrating, and you thought, wow, this this young quarterback and this offensive line that had given up all these sacks and – yeah, it was a disappointing outcome, but the one that then going to the Tampa game is the one that, to my mind, just because there was zero resistance, there was no ability to do exactly what we've just been talking about, like adjust to a game plan, which was clearly geared towards t taking advantage of something on your defense, how it is not only set up, but the personnel that you're trying to utilize, there was no uh, ability to adjust. I think for me, and that's the game where Matt literally said afterwards, I have to get more involved on that side of the ball. I think that's the one that really spelled Joe, kind of started the clock ticking on Joe. Because, you know, Matt, yes, he is the head coach. It is all under his purview, his authority. But, man, you've got enough to worry about with having to, without having to hold the hand of your defensive coordinator, which is sounds like what Matt kind of had to do there towards the end of the season, right? I, you know, I think that's the game. The Tampa game is the one, I think, where things really kind of switched. Um, ooh, Robert, 3-4 or 4-3, that's the real question. Does You know what's so funny? In 2023, it doesn't matter that much to me. Or, to, sorry, 2024 now. Lord. It doesn't matter that much. Just because you're in sub almost all the time these days, it's very rare that you're in base that much so i suspect it'll end up probably being someone with three four principles but you know an ability to be somewhat malleable but yeah you're in nickel so much 75 percent of the time like I, I don't know man it i suspect they'll stick with three four but it's possible they bring someone in who's got a deep history with a four four man front maybe they switch back you know, it's been a while since we had a 4-3 base defense in Green Bay. And look, that's the uh, that's the league, right? It's cyclical. Things come come around all the time. There was a time when there were like two teams running the 3-4, and now it's like over that's the majority of the league at this point. Mike Witt, what's up, man? 
The DC needs to connect with 23 more than Joe, too. I mean, yes and no. Uh, it look, it sounds like Jair and the Packers are in a really good spot, especially judging from what Matt said at the podium the other day. I think the suspension um, is kind of a watershed moment, right, in that relationship. And, you know, as far as like whatever Jair wants to do or didn't want to do under Joe, I, I think, you know, it's not so much about the next coordinator being able to connect with Jair. It's being able to utilize Jair to the best of his ability and the, putting him in the best positions to win, to help the team win. I mean, how many games do we go through where, you know, they're not traveling Jair with the best wide receiver. They're not even trying to utilize his man skills. You know, I, I think that's the most important thing. No question about it. Um, Jeezy baby, what's up? As glad as most people are, Joe is out. He is a person with a wife and children that are impacted. I now I know they have resources to handle it, but change is hard on kids and or partners. No doubt, Jeezy baby. No doubt. Totally agree. That said, it ain't show friends. It's show business. And you get into this life, you get into this job, you know the score, as does the family. And that's not to dismiss it or belittle it in any way, shape, or form. But it's part of the business, man. It is a results-oriented business, and the results are there for everyone to see. And they weren't good enough. And yes, that has nothing to do with his family, but that's the job. That's the gig. Dustin, what's up? I'm just excited that I won't have a sense of impending doom every third and 15. Go back, go. I mean, who knows? You know, you never know who comes in next and what their style is and what they are good at and where they uh, struggle. Look, I mean, I saw a couple of third and longs converted uh, over the divisional weekend from other defenses. You know, it's not a guarantee or a cure-all or a certain fix. We'll see who they pick and see uh, what their tendencies are. Sammy, what's up? Will Mushkamp? We got a lot of Georgia players. Throw the name on the on the pile, man. I suspect Matt will have a very wide search. Now I say that and watch. They'll like hire Jim Leonard this afternoon. I think Joe would tell you it's a business too. I agree. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Zane says, I'm surprised that he actually fired him, honestly, but happy. We're going to Super Bowl next year now for sure. All right. All right. Slow down. I like your thinking, though. Uh, Richard says, you're either getting worse or you're getting better. Now we'll see where we're at. Yeah, you're not wrong right there, baby. Not wrong at all. Um, Make sure I don't miss any Super Chats. Yeah, I yeah, got them all. Very good. Uh, how about the D-line coach in San Francisco? It's a possibility, Brett. Absolutely a possibility. He's just going to hire Brandon Staley, who's a bigger bum. Okay, Tank Sherman, now get out of here with your nonsense. This is not a time for negativity. This is hopeful. This is looking forward. I don't need that in my life right now. But you know what? I would be surprised. I would not be surprised. And I would not be happy. <sighs> Why'd you have to bring me down, man? Lord. Dustin, what's up? The great Shane Falco for DC. Another great name. Keyshawn tweeted, whoa. Yeah, there we go. Love it. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see what we got. Uh, we got Saul saying, Evero would be my choice. I think he'll be a popular one. I think you'll see that name a lot. I know he's been interviewing already, so we'll see. I think he's on a couple second interviews too. 
Eric, what's going on, man? I don't care about names and resumes. Just give me a coach who gets the best of the players with a scheme that works against today's NFL offense. I mean, yes, that's very, very easily said. <laughs> a little tougher to do it on the regular week in and week out. But yes, I, I agree that this idea of the too high shell, keep it all in front of you, is pretty in vogue in the NFL these days. But I, I need something a little bit more changeable, uh, a little bit more multiple than what Joe brought to the table. To me, that's the most kind of important thing going forward. Uh, Mike, what's up? I kicked the tires on someone on the Ravens staff. Their defense are always top five and very physical. Or Jim Leonard to see Corey's reaction. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, if Jim Leonard came on board, Corey would undoubtedly have a meltdown. <laughs> I think that's without question. Patrick, what's up? Vrabel, if he doesn't get a head coach job, would you take him as DC for a year if that meant he then becomes Bears head coach after they fire theirs next year? I would. I talked about this pretty extensively already, Patrick, but I would be absolutely shocked if Rabel was a defensive coordinator, especially in Green Bay this season. I think he'd probably take a year off before he did that. Uh, I don't see a situation where he's a coordinator, let alone for the Packers. I think he'll be a head coach or he'll probably sit out a year. That would be my guess. Braden, what's up? Tune in to McAfee for the big announcement. A.J. Hawk is the new D.C. for the Packers. <laughs> Somehow I don't think that's going to happen. Dustin, what's up? Yes, Joe has a family, but his contract is also guaranteed. They'll be okay. B.J. Raji for D.C. Is Evero available? I've seen him linked to the head coach interviews, but think he's still employed by Carolina. Uh, yeah, he is under contract with Carolina, but there's no word on if they're going to uh, be retaining him. He has been interviewing for both head coaches and I think a defensive coordinator spot. Um, we'll see how that shakes out. I got to suspect if, you know, Matt is casting as wide a net as I suspect he will, his name will be on the list. <laughs> also, yes, Raji for coordinator. Dustin, what's going on, man? Don't need a big name, just a guy with results. I like where your head's at, man. All right, everybody, I'm going to get going. I got to type this up, get it on the website. I uh, just wanted to jump on. It's pretty big news, obviously. We'll see how this search plays out. Uh, Joe Barry out as defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. We will see what's next. Um, hopefully hear from Matt LaFleur at some point in a week or two about his decision. Thanks a lot, everybody. Keep it here for all the latest on the green and gold, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide.